Hello, and welcome to the Built On Air podcast. Built On Air is a regular podcast where we talk with everyday people and learn about the amazing things they are doing with Airtable. Today's podcast is sponsored by OpenSide, the leading solutions provider for Airtable customers. Check out OpenSide.com to learn more about their products and services that can take your Airtable usage to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR to receive $20 towards any product purchase. On today's episode, we speak with Jordan Walker, product designer and founder of an exciting new app, Yak Chat. Jordan is a partner at SoFriendly, an entrepreneurial design team in Orlando, and has worked with businesses and startups from large to small to help them create experience-driven products with his designs. After noticing how much time his team at SoFriendly was spending simply trying to schedule a meeting, Jordan was wishing for an easier way to communicate. Thus, Yak Chat was born. In a world where emails and texts have virtually replaced the phone call, Yak Chat is shaking things up again by emphasizing the power of spoken communication. The app conveniently sits on your desktop or smartphone and allows you to quickly record and send a voice snippet to your colleagues. Jordan says the time it has saved their team is invaluable and other businesses are noticing. You can now request access to try it out at yak.chat with a free or pro plan. Check out the show notes for links. Jordan and his team utilize Airtable for most all of their day-to-day operations. Investors, user lists, development hours, and more. Today, Jordan shares with us a sample of his development hours tracker, where he can track task assignments and the time spent for each. By using the single select field for his task names, the base looks beautifully laid out, complete with a splash of color. He also makes use of Airtable's form view to capture weekly assessments from his team allowing him to gauge what tasks are taking the longest and least amounts of time. Hi, Jordan. Welcome to Built on Air. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. So you're down in Florida today. I am down in Florida, and I, like I said, I'm a total limp. Uh, it is like 70 here, and I have a sweatshirt on, and I wore a jacket outside today. So, <laughs> yes, down in Florida. Awesome. That's great. All right. So uh, let's just start about uh, like a little bit about who you are and um, what you do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, we have a startup uh, called Yak, uh, me and my two co-founders. And it is a uh, voice collaboration platform for remote teams. Um, and so a little bit of backstory about us prior to Yak, we were actually running a remote design agency for the last six years. So we had you know, people here headquartered in Orlando, but we had folks in Mississippi, out in the Valley, Seattle, New Jersey, Mexico, India, really just all across the globe. And something that we found is when we would have like our daily standups, it was always inconvenient for somebody. So if we had a standup at, let's say, 10 a.m. EST, it would be like midnight for somebody somewhere else or just like, you know, 6 a.m. for somebody else. It was just super inconvenient. And so we were like, man, like, you know, there's got to be like a way to solve this. Um, and that's kind of where Yak was born. And we were like, okay, let's figure out like a, a better way to communicate asynchronously. Let's have all the magic of voice and what phone calls give you, but do it asynchronously. Um, and so that's what, that's what Yak is. And uh, last year, Product Hunt had their uh, Makers Festival, and that's where we, we actually built the original version. It was very scrappy. Uh, we built it in four days over like Thanksgiving break, so it's actually about a year old now. Um, and at So Friendly, we had built our own products before, but this one kind of was a little different. Like we put out a deals and discount site, um, VR prototyping, and like they did fine when they launched, but they weren't going crazy. Yak, when it launched, like it was doing some 
pretty cool numbers. It was to the point where we were getting a download a minute oh and God. we were like, okay, maybe this one's like a little different. Like we should put a little more into it. So we pursued it a little more than a scrappy weekend project. Uh, we made some updates, cleaned up the UI a little bit and the users were still just like loving it and loving it. And then randomly one day on Twitter, Aiden Wolf, uh, he was just a user of Yak at the time, had mentioned our now investor, Adam Draper from Boost VC. He's like, hey, Adam, uh, you know, check out what Justin, my co-founder, uh, built with Yak. Like, you know, just see what's up. Within five minutes, Adam had DM Justin his phone number. We got on a call, and we really haven't looked back since. Uh, Boost VC ended up funding us. Uh, they brought in Betaworks as well. Um, and then we also brought in Earnest Capital for a small pre-seed round. Uh, so we... Totally rebuilt the product, revamped the UI, uh, have onboarded a lot of teams. We have a big wait list right now. Um, people are using it. Uh, so, you know, we're at a really good place. It's been a crazy year for sure. Well, congratulations. That is awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's been a whirlwind of events. We went from, hey, we think we have something cool to like raise the pre-seed. Now we're in the midst of like raising a seed round, have lots of people wanting to use it have some pretty like big hitters using it currently. So yeah, it's just been nuts for us. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, congratulations again. That is just so cool. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you. so have you been, did it start kind of like you were using it in your own day-to-day -day stuff at So Friendly? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's really where it started. We were kind of using it internally and we were just like, okay, like this definitely has like improved the quality of life. Like let's give it to the world and like see what the world thinks. Um, and that's, yeah, that, I think what was really nice about it is us being a remote agency and having been a remote agency for so long, we knew what some of our own pain points were and we were able to immediately solve those. It's not like we were all just in-house and then we're like, okay, let's try to figure out how to build a remote tool. Like we built something for ourselves and solved our own problem. Absolutely. And that's great. And that kind of echoes a lot of like what Airtable is doing out there for other companies as well. Um, and does that play a role into Yak at all? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we use Airtable for basically everything, uh, whether that's uh, keeping track of like investors and whatnot. We're going to CES this coming year. We have like a small CRM for people who we're going to meet with. We use it as like an organization chart. Um, and what I've been using it a lot for is being able to keep track of our development hours. So uh, each week we do like an audit, if you will, of our hours. And we'll say, okay, we'll see, okay, we spent 10 hours on this task, six hours on this task, and, and we just go down the list, right? And we dump that all into Airtable, can segment it really nicely. And then what's my favorite thing is, uh, is the Slack integration that Airtable has. So once we input all that information into Airtable, it can then dump into the appropriate Slack channel. Um, so, you know, the appropriate engineers can see, oh man, we spent way too much time on this task. How do we better adjust for that? Absolutely. But, but yeah, I mean, we use Airtable all the time, every day. That's great. So did, have you been using it since before um, you kind of started Yak or were you using it with SoFriendly? Yeah, so we used it at SoFriendly too. That's actually where I first heard about it. I think I just like randomly one day had saw it on Twitter and it was, I was like, somebody was like, this is like a better version of like, you know, the Google suite. And I was like, okay, like, let's see what's up. And I tried it and I just like fell in love. So at SoFriendly actually, when we um, like onboarding have clients very heavily, we had a whole Slack channel dedicated to just what we call like Airtable questionnaire. Mm -hmm. And so we, we made a, a questionnaire in Airtable that we would send the clients and they would fill it out with like their branding requirements, likes, dislikes, logo, any other assets that we needed to like build out their website or mobile app. Mm -hmm. And then all that would just dump into a single Airtable channel that we could just be like, okay, you know, there's their stuff. Let's get going. Yeah. 
so yeah, we've been on the, we've been on the Airtable train for a while. It's been really, really awesome. It's it's great how it helps so many people in so many industries. And I'm finding I'm talking to a lot of people in uh, development and web apps that are uh, really heavy users as well. Um, it's great that it can be so powerful for those people as well as like anybody that just wants to hop on the computer and try it out with with no tech experience. Yeah, you know that's a really interesting point. Um, so it's it's funny. My parents, I would not consider them very. They're not super techy, but they're more techy than parents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom, she's a preschool teacher, and she was like, "Hey, do you have any you know good recommendations for just like organizing life?" Basically, as a preschool teacher, I was like, "Oh my gosh, like you have to check out Airtable, mom." And it's just really funny that she's now using Airtable and she runs all her stuff through that. Um, but it's just so cool to me that there's a product that works for a company like us, who's a a startup who wants to move just like insanely fast and needs like some really powerful features, but it also works really well for my mom who just needs to basically like keep track of her kids and like homework assignments, like a small 10 person preschool class. So that's really cool to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the scalability. It makes it that much, that much more powerful for sure. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's super great. And what they're building is just awesome. I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. And it's funny, my dad actually was the one that introduced me to Airtable as well. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Parents on it, like everybody uses it. Yeah. Literally everyone and their mom. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally that's the, that's the scenario for me. So yeah, That's great. Um, so tell me a little bit more about So Friendly. You design uh, mobile apps and yeah, AR, uh, AR? Yeah, so a little bit of backstory for that. So my co-founder, uh, Justin, he's our CEO. Prior to Yak, so friendly, he had his own startup, um, and he had the chance to IPO, IPO that. Um, and something that he saw from that um, was a lot of people would build products in a vacuum. So, like technically speaking or engineering-wise, you know, he saw a lot of people build something that was really cool, but nobody wanted it, or the experience wasn't right for you know whoever that the end user would be. So, so friendly was born out of this call to action to push back on people and say, sure, that's a really awesome and cool thing. But like, do you really need that? You know, you're selling to grandmas, right? Like they, they don't care about this insanely awesome tech, right? They just want it to work. So anyway, yeah. So friendly was this call to action to like really focus on experience design and making products that people love and making products that are so friendly. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so we build uh, mobile apps, custom websites, custom development jobs. Uh, we actually just did one. I can't say the name, but for a big water park, uh, we did all the tech for it. That was really cool. We've done some stuff for some bigger folks in the hospitality industry. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Kind of like Good for you. about yeah, that's what we've been doing. Nice. And, <laughs> and what's your background? How long have you been in uh, development? So um, I actually didn't go to school or anything like that for development. So my background is more on the business side of things. So what I'm really interested in is like like auditing hours and stuff like that, doing like the legal side of things or like talking to clients, project management, sales, just everything that comes with the kind of like the business yeah. side of things and running a, running a business. And I think just really since I've been a kid, I've just always have kind of been into that. And then uh, when I was in college, I was doing uh, some work for Rockstar Energy. And that's what I actually started to like fall in love with design. Uh, Cause I started to see like how the design influenced like business decisions. Um, and there's just like marketing was a part of design. There's just so much that went into it. And it's like, oh my God, like, this is the coolest thing in the entire world. 
And then really just before you know it, one thing led to another. Uh, and I kind of like rolled into the, the development world too. Um, so it was really nice. I actually, I got a degree in marketing and management. So I was able to have the business side of things. Um, but then also just through taking on projects, YouTube, Google, and that whole thing was able to learn the design, creative development side of things. So yeah, my background's a little not traditional. I, I don't have a degree in computer engineering or, or something like that. I'm just a YouTube guy. Oh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, did, I also didn't get any sort of degree in it, but it's great. I mean, yeah, it, it blows my mind that like we live in a world then like you can literally become a developer or like a designer, really whatever, just off the back of like YouTube or something like that. Right. So, so wild to me. Uh, like Justin, for example, he actually got his degree in communication, uh, but he's definitely the more technical one uh, of us three co-founders. And he, you know, but he's got a communication degree. He just learned, he's learned off experience, talking to people at YouTube, Google, and it just, that's so cool to me that that's possible. Absolutely. That's so cool. So I want to hear a little bit more about Yak and how it works. So you say asynchronous communication, so you can like post a voice message? Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, it's, for context first, it's, it's, uh, it's iOS, Android, uh, desktop, and, or Mac and Windows. Um, and yeah, it's a small, uh, when I screen share it, you guys will see the app. Um, but it's a small icon that always lives on your screen. Uh, it's like this big, so it's really cool. And it sits over top of your other app factory. So you could have Chrome open, uh, your email, Slack, Skype, whatever you like to use. And, and Yak just sits right there in the corner. Um, and when you open it up, uh, all you have to do is just click on somebody's face and you can instantly send them a voice message. Um, and inside of that, what we actually just launched literally this morning uh, is groups. So now you can, you know, you have group yaks. That's really nice. Um, and then we also have uh, screen sharing, what we're calling screen sharing available. So you can attach a screen recording of whatever you're working on and send a voice message over top of it. And you can also annotate it. Um, so that's really helpful for when a designer you know, Raina, she'll send me something that she's working on and she'll be like, hey, Jordan, tell me what you think of this and she'll send the screen share. And then what's nice, I can just screen share back, annotate, go, okay, change this, change this, change that. And I can, I can talk while doing it. So there's no ambiguity as to like what I'm asking, what the task is, like what color does it need to be, what's the space it needs to look, look like. It's just boom, there, and then she can go work on it when she's available. So. Awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's really neat, um, especially as we, as the product has grown, obviously we started to use it more internally. You kind of have that moment where you like see the other side, you're like, oh my gosh, like the grass is greener over there. And you really start to see one, how powerful voice is and really how much time voice saves. Because uh, something that we have seen a lot is in, I mean, even like texting, um, things can get misconstrued, uh, like you can't really convey tone. Uh, and the example I always give is like when I text my mom or grandma, they'll just send back K and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what did I do? Like, are you mad at me? Like, no, I didn't, I, what's going on? Um, versus like, if I, if you hear somebody just saying like, okay, like that's way different. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then also what's really powerful with voice is like, you can just explain things properly the first time. Like when you read a text message or a, a chat message, people are just bound to interpret it differently there's just that's just the nature of, of chat um, but with voice you can like create context you can like I said give tone uh, and people can really begin to understand you um, and so that's where I, where I see it really powerful and then the asynchronous asynchronous nature of it makes it really awesome in that you know say Reina and I need to coordinate on a design 
she may be in a meeting and I'm free. And then, you know, an hour later, I may be in a meeting, but she may be free. And before you know it, without Yak, we've wasted three hours of just trying to coordinate, right? Versus right. With Yak, you know, I can just do my thing while I'm free and then she can do her thing when she's free. So that's where the asynchronous nature is really, really powerful. And then especially across multiple time zones. Absolutely. You just explained that so well, first of all. That was great. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. We've been, we've been working on the pitch. You definitely have got it perfected, I, I would say. <laughs> thank, thank you. Of course. And, and I, I love your idea about how voice is so powerful. And it really is. I mean, it's funny. I was just talking to my grandfather, who is 80 years old and still working 12 hours a day. And his biggest thing is picking up the phone and calling people. Right. And exactly. he, he never responds to emails. He reads every single emails, every single one of them. In fact, he prints them all out, which is ridiculous. <laughs> he'll pick up the phone. Anybody, and, I said, I've never heard of anybody doing that. I know, right? He's silly. But, but like that's his biggest thing is picking up the phone and calling someone. And what you're doing, at least it, what it sounds like to me, is taking that a step further. And you don't have to pick up the phone and wait for someone to answer. You just send them what you have to say, and then they can respond. Yeah, exactly. And, and then especially like when you bring that same logic, you know, before Yak into a company, say so you need to hop on a call with you know, even four people, trying to coordinate a time for a call with four people can be a massive waste of time or just like impossible sometimes. Um, and then there's the actual meeting itself. And, you know, one person may only need to be there for 10 minutes, another person there for only, you know, three minutes. But if you keep everybody there for one hour, you're not just wasting an hour of time. You're actually wasting four hours of time because that's, you know, an hour for everybody that they could go be doing something else. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Decreasing the efficiency four times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we are over here. We're big productivity nerds. So we're all about <laughs> getting work done, trying to get time back in the day and, and, you know, not wasting anybody's time on stupid stuff. No, I mean, that's great. And, and it's admirable. I mean, I think it's interesting because people, at least like I hear a lot about like the millennial generation, like, you know, not wanting to pick up the phone, not wanting to communicate via voice. And like, it's all about email and texting. And like this to me seems like it's kind of turning a corner and going back the other way, but like also stepping forward into the future and having a more efficient way of communication. Yeah. It, yeah it's really interesting you say that. So, um, like looking to the younger generation too, my brother, little brother, he falls into that category perfectly. And uh, something like I, when I was talking to him about it, he's like, you know, I actually like using voice and talking. He's like, the issue is I just don't like being on the phone. Like I don't, like I'm not good on the fly like that, right? On, on the phone, he's like, but if I can, you know, send a voice message where I can take my time, collect my thoughts and then say something, that's super meaningful. I'm just like, man, that's like really, really interesting that like people actually want to use their voice but some folks just are uncomfortable, you know, in the real time nature of a phone call. So exactly. That's, that, that's exactly where I was going with that. Yeah. So interesting little, little tidbit for the, for the folks listening that, uh, yeah, the young, the younger crowd actually does want to use their voice. They just make phone calls. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, this is the phone call of the future. It sounds like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That is super cool. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, I'll show you it when we screen share and how it works and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any um, like plans for the future with Yak? Are you um, rolling it out on a larger scale, sounds like? Yeah, so immediate um, Q3 
future, we are closing our seed round of funding here in the next week. Um, so that's really exciting. So we've been pretty busy doing that. Uh, but then looking beyond that, uh, we're actually going to open it up to the public and launch paid plans in January. Uh, so for context, it's invite only right this second. Um, we've rolled it out to people in batches just to keep like feedback and whatnot iterations really tight and focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to open it up, open up the floodgates uh, here in January, paid plans. Um, so that's really cool. Um, and then we will also just be adding in some really awesome requested features uh, like integrations, transcription, stuff like that. Um, that's all on the roadmap for yeah the next really three months if we're looking ahead. That's kind of the where we're headed. Nice. Big plans, it sounds like. Yeah, staying super busy. Um, but yeah, we're enjoying the ride so far and it's been a blast working on it. So That's awesome. Really, really cool. Congratulations, seriously. No, thank you so much. I, I super, super appreciate it. We have worked super, super hard. <laughs> Sounds like it. All right. I think that's a good note to let's uh, share your screen and check it out. So yeah, so real fast, this is kind of how we use Airtable. And this is a way dumbed down version of what uh, what our real one looks like. This is just kind of a dummy one that I built uh, just to show everybody how we're using it on the podcast. Perfect. Um, so you'll see here, uh, so we dump all our development hours into Yak, <laughs> into Yak, into Airtable. Um, so as you can see here, uh, we segment each one by task. Uh, so you'll see this one's called Teammate Profile, Cron Job, checks the issues in live. Um, that's how we, we sort our development tasks. And then once they're in here, uh, what I like to do is, is sort them by field. So I like to sort it by task and then by task uh, categorization. Mm-hmm. And what's really nice about this is that it allows me to see the amount of time spent on each task. And so we can go through and, and audit each. Um, so for example, if you know, we're looking at this one, I can go check the issue in live. Okay, that was only 0.2 hours. That's really not that bad. That's, you know, we can live with that. Uh, then I go down here to teammate profile and I see we spent 25.8 hours on that. I go, oh man, you know, it, did we explain the task wrong? Did it just really take that long? Or, or like, what, what's going on there? Um, so you know, I, can, I can then open it up and see, okay, at one point in time, uh, you know, our, our dev was 4.4 hours heads down on it. You know, is there something that I need to adjust there? And then with that information, I can go back or like, you know, our team can go back and talk to our developers and say, you know, hey guys, you know, what's like meet internally? What, what's going on here? Is there something that we need to talk about? Is the task really just that time consuming for you? Did you, did you hit a roadblock? Whatever it may be. So anyway, so that's this section um, kind of at a high level. Um, and then, oh, I also forgot to mention, I like to group by task as well. So everything's nice and, oh, I just ungrouped. But uh, I like to group it by task uh, so that everything's just like nice and organized and, and condensed. Um, and then as we, I, then when I go to the next field, uh, so for example, uh, let me find something that's, that works well. Uh, so for this task, it took, it, we spent 37 hours on it. And I go, oh man, you know, and it's kind of a lot, same boat, let's see. And so I go over here to the, the gallery view. Um, you know, and, and I can sort by the owner or by the task, and I can get more context in this view. That's how I like to use it. Um, so, you know, owner here, uh, yeah, I think I would know how to use our table. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, I sort by owner here, and then I can scroll and see, okay, where does that task lie? Where does, you know, what what was going on there? Why, why did it take so long? And so, for example, I can click on, I can click here and go, okay, so this is what was happening. So we tested different stuff, um, MP3, MP4, MP4 video, 
greater than lambda, you know, we can get all this information. I go, okay, that, that kind of makes sense. Versus if I go to a task, you know, even a small one like this, 0.2 hours, I go DevOps. I go, okay, maybe we need to you know, spend more time on that, on that. Maybe we need to spend less time on that. Who knows, right? We just, we don't have the answer yet. So yeah, and, and then from this, which I think my favorite part um, is that we actually, I, I have a form too that I can dump all the highlights into. So I'll put in, you know, date, today, top five, one, blah, blah, blah. And, the, and these will be just a, a summary of the task that I just showed in, in the other base. Great mm -hmm. things, you know, who knows, and then comments. Let's audit. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll attach the link. But this form's really nice. Um, and this is where I, I think I mentioned earlier, I love Airtable in that their, their Slack integration allows me uh, to just have this form dump right into a Slack channel with all the appropriate members. So rather than one of our project managers or whoever having to just like, you know, spend all their time in Airtable um, for this like one-off thing, they can have it dump into Slack for them where they also get like uh, GitHub issues, other not other important notifications and things of that nature. So, you know, when I hit, and then I can hit submit. And then we'll, in a little bit, we'll see that it dumps right into um, our Slack. And that's really, really nice for me. I, I like that a lot. Um, just having that central place for all the, our information to live. Um, so yeah, I, at a high level, uh, that's kind of how I like to use Airtable. Again, that's the condensed down version for the, the sake of the podcast and not boring everybody to death. <laughs> uh, but we also use it, like I said, for, uh, for our wait list, actually, when people sign up and fill out the onboarding survey for the Yak wait list, mm -hmm. uh, that information dumps into Slack. We've used it as a CRM. Um, for investor updates, we, we, we use it in a, a gazillion ways. Um, so yeah. Oh. Also, can I can I do a quick demo of Yak while we're please we're here? absolutely I would love to see it. Okay, sweet. So this is Yak. So uh, it lives across your entire screen. You can drag it anywhere. Um, and what's really nice about it, uh, you can also I was trying to demo over Chrome, but you can have do this over Chrome, over Slack, email, whatever app like you you like to use. It it just sits wherever. Um, and personally, I like to keep it in the bottom right hand corner so I can still do whatever I need to do. Uh, but also have you know it, a part of my workflow. And so it's really nice um, to open it up. This is it. This is the entire app. Um, so this is the desktop version. So I'll send Justin a yak. And I go, hey Justin, recording the Built on Air podcast. Just giving a quick demo. Um, hope you're doing well, man. And I will send that off to him. And so um, what's really also nice. What's really nice about it too is that we have the ability to search. So if, for example, if there's somebody that I need to talk to. Uh, I can search Reina. I can quickly add her and go, boom. Hey, Reina, uh, I'm on the Built on Air podcast. Just wanted to give you a shout out, right? And that works super well. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of yak in a nutshell. And then we also have, like I said, we have, uh, I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. We also have uh, iOS and Android uh, out as well. And the mobile apps are really, really powerful. We just pushed an update to those two. Um, and we're really, really excited about that. That's really cool. and. Seriously, like that interface just looks very slick and sleek and like beautifully designed. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and one thing that we wanted to do is like not have a UI that just like destroys your whole screen or like takes up a you know all your screen space, but mm -hmm. something that's just like settle, be a part of your workflow. Like you can use it in conjunction with other apps. Like it's something that we get a lot. People are like, "Are you trying to replace Slack?" And like, no, 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 we're not trying to like replace Slack or you know or anything like that. In fact, we just want to work alongside them because I think there's still a need for those 
but there's also just a need for voice messaging sometimes. I agree. Absolutely. I could see a thousand uses for it. Yeah, no, it's been super powerful. So, uh, yeah. No, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm excited to see what, ne what comes next for you guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, can I say everybody should check us out at yak.chat? That was going to be my next question. Is where, where can people go to learn more about you and Yak? Yeah, so uh, I think Twitter is a really great place to connect with us. Uh, we're just at yakchat, uh, at Y-A-C-C-H-A-T. Um, and then our uh, domain is just www.yak.chat.com. Um, and if you want to sign up for the uh, early access, uh, just enter your email on the website. And if you mention this podcast, uh, we can bump you up the list and uh, get you a higher priority. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a blast. Loved it so much. Yay. It's been great talking to you, Jordan. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, likewise. See ya. Have a good one.